0: Well, hello. My name is Ian. I'm one of the leaders at Rotherham Evangelical Church. Now, I don't know what your experience of travel is, but I know that some of you have travelled perhaps very long distances on long-haul flights, uh, maybe as far as uh, North America or even somewhere like uh, Singapore or Australia. When my wife Denise and I uh, travel on long distances, she's often wondered why nobody has yet invented teleportation. Uh, Instead of all that going through security, waiting around in airports, uh, wondering about whether the entertainment system is going to hold out long enough, instead we should be able to instantly go to where we want to be by teleportation. It's a good question. How do we get to where we want to go? Well today we are continuing our series of talks based around the places in the, in the book of John in the Bible where Jesus makes statements that begin with the words I am. Last week we heard from Rob as he took us through when Jesus said I am the resurrection and the life. Today we're going to be thinking about John chapter 14 verse 6 where Jesus says I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So as we go through this, if you're taking notes or just to keep you dialed in with where we are, then we're going to look at three points. First of all, the troubled disciples and the compassionate God. Secondly, the way to God. And finally, well, I won't give you the title for the third point yet. Uh, We're going to be mostly focusing on chapter 14 verse 6 and we'll be uh, but we'll also be referring to some of the verses around it as well to give us the the right context so keep your bibles open or or on your screen if you've got them on your screen so first of all let's look at the troubled disciples and the compassionate god look back there in chapter 13 verse 33 the troubled disciples this is the night before jesus is arrested he's crucified on the cross Jesus and his 12 closest followers are celebrating the Passover meal together and uh, Jesus is trying once again to prepare them for what is about to happen but you can see there they are troubled right now and understandably so Jesus has just told them that one of them is going to betray him That his closest friend is going to deny knowing him. That all 12 of them will be scattered with despair. And now in verse 33 that he himself is going somewhere where they cannot go. He's going to leave them. Bear in mind they've been following him for three years. They've been expecting that at this point he's going to overthrow the the Roman occupiers. uh, Do away with corrupt religious leaders. To reinstate the ancient kingdom of Israel. We're going to be scattered? You're going away? Where are you going to? We'll come with you. What do you mean we can't come with you? To say that these men who have been closest to Jesus are troubled is probably a vast understatement. But it's also ironic because Jesus is the one who needs comforting. Jesus is the one who, who should be receiving comfort from them he knows that next day he is going to be mocked and tortured and brutally killed. Yeah, Jesus is a compassionate God. Get down to chapter fourteen verse one. can you hear his great love and his his concern, his compassion for his followers here? Do not let your hearts be troubled. And he goes on to say why their hearts should not be troubled. He is going to go ahead of them and prepare a place for them. That they can believe in God, they can also believe in him. He's going to come back and take them to the place he has gone to. And that they already know, verse 4, they already know the way. To where he is going and that, that uh, prompts the next question uh, because although the disciples know the way they haven't recognized it for what it is and so so Thomas bless him steps in and says, Lord we don't know where you're going to so how can we know the way verse 5 and Jesus corrects their misunderstanding with what might be his most compassionate statement. I am the way, and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. It's the most compassionate because it's intimate, it's personal. It reveals Jesus' nature, his great love and his concern for his followers. It reveals the great hope that we can have in him. The way is through a compassionate God. So, secondly, the, the, perhaps our main point: the, the way to God. Uh, so, Jesus has, makes this statement. Another one of the statements that begins with the word "I am," as we heard in previous weeks, when uh, Jesus says "I am," it's a phrase. The, it's the same phrase God used in the Old Testament to self-identify Himself to His people, uh, literally His name, uh, who He was how he was to be identified and so again jesus clearly identifies to the people listening that he is god but there's another way in which the verse makes clear that he's god god's nature includes a number of attributes things that are fundamental to his nature that he things that he perfectly represents he doesn't just show them as a human might he's a human might But he is these attributes. He's the very definition of these attributes. So for example, God shows us perfect justice, but way more than that, he is justice. God shows to us amazing love, and yet he is love. In the same way, Jesus here says that not only does he know the way, he is the way. Not only does he know and teach the truth, he is the truth. Not only does he bring life where sin brings only death, but he is the life. This again is claiming a divine nature. Jesus embodies these things, he is these things because he is God. Let's dig a little more into verse 6. It's clear from Thomas's question that that Jesus is answering uh, the question as to what is the way, the way to God the Father. So, although the first uh, first part of verse 6 describes three of Jesus' attributes, he describes himself as the way, the truth, and the life, uh, the fact that Jesus is the way is the primary answer to Thomas's question. The other two Uh, attributes are pointing to all this and supporting this but the focus is that Jesus is the way and every religion has to answer this question every worldview in fact has to answer this question how can we be reconciled to God and live eternally even if someone does not believe in God and eternal life that is a religion And that is an answer to the question. In all other religions, people follow some kind of path, a route, a road, journeying towards God by obeying rules and laws, studying, meditating, seeking wisdom. They journey, hopefully, towards a a God or gods. It is hard or even impossible to know how far along that path or road they have travelled. But they're doing so uh, towards a remote God, a distant future. Uh, they, they hope that they will experience uh, lot, an eternal life when they die. But they are doing the travelling. Christianity's answer to this question, how can we be reconciled to God and live eternally, is totally different. Christians do not have to travel towards a remote God and a distant future that they will experience when they die. Jesus, who we've just seen, is God, comes into the world and comes close to us. He is the one who journeys along a path to us so that he is close, he's intimate, he's accessible To us, a Christian's way to be reconciled to God, to experience God, is not to undertake a journey, but to enter into a relationship with Jesus who has come near. So He is the way. The way to God is not a path up a mountain or a road to a distant country, it is a relationship with Jesus who is Himself God, who has died that we might have that relationship the path to eternal life is not through wisdom and study or faith and um, through wisdom and study or meditation it is through faith in a god who has loved us enough not to stay far away but to come close and jesus is the way because he is the truth. Jesus, who is God, states that he is the truth. Yes, he knows the truth. He teaches the truth. He lives the truth. Certainly Jesus did all that. But way more fundamentally, he is the truth. There is nothing in Jesus that is false. There is nothing that is true that does not on some level reflect Jesus. And the most important truth that Jesus embodies is that he reveals God to us the Bible says that Jesus is the image of the invisible God if we want to know what God is like then we look at Jesus how can we look at Jesus now that he's been resurrected and is in heaven we can read the Bible the biographies that are captured in the Bible about Jesus tell us everything that we need to know to understand the nature the character the actions the love and the heart of God. And Jesus is the way because he is the life. Again, Jesus tells us that, uh, this attribute that he is the life. He claims that. Uh, that is, eternal life can only be achieved through him. Last week, Rob took us through Jesus' statement that he is the resurrection and the life. From chapter 12. Only through faith in Jesus can we access the benefits of his resurrection only by belief in jesus and his work on the cross can we live eternally reconciled to god and as we heard last week jesus demonstrated his power over life when he brought lazarus back from the dead more than that jesus is there at creation when life is first created through him all life on earth is sustained He will come back to judge the living and the dead at the end of time. Eternal life is all about Jesus and our relationship with him. Without Jesus there is no access to a life lived with God. And get this. Get this, because Jesus has come to us and he is the way. Because we do not have to travel on a journey to be reconciled to God. Jesus... Jesus' followers have access to that life now. Once a Christian is saved, they start their eternal life right then. Even though hopefully they will reside on earth for for many more years, their eternal life has started at the moment when they are saved. So through following Jesus The way we can be reconciled to God and we can know God the Father and experience him. We can be forgiven of our sins. We can be adopted as his children. We do not have to wait. We do not have to travel. We can access that now. Rather like Denise's teleportation system. We do not have to make a long journey with uncertainty about the end of it. Worrying whether we will even get to the destination. We have instant access by following Jesus the way. Even when you're watching this right now. So, our third point. You've been very patient waiting with the title for this. Our third point is called The Burning Hotel. It's a little strange, but The Burning Hotel. You'll see what, see why we've titled it that in a moment. The second part of uh, John 14, verse 6, uh, emphasises what he says in the first part. Uh, having said that I am the way, he turns it round and says, No one comes to the Father except through me. Now this gets people riled up. People will say, what right does Jesus have to say something that's so offensive to other religions? Even to to someone who claims not to have a religion. Well firstly, Jesus has the right to say that because he is God. It is not our job to say how we should or should not get to God. It is God's job. It is his right. And if he says Jesus is the only way, then he is the only way. Um, secondly, uh, people will say, well, other faiths point to God. Uh, surely these are just different paths to the same God. No. The God, the gods that other religions describe or the states of blessedness are totally different to the God God of the Bible their concepts are different they are mutually exclusive the mathematicians would say they cannot be different aspects of the same God because they are too different they cannot both be right at the same time the destination is different well people will say well we all have different truths don't we? you have your truth and I have mine Friend, there is such a thing as objective truth when it comes to the Bible. Either God is the God of the Bible as described in this book, or he is not. Either Jesus is the only way, or he is not. Jesus said, I am the truth. There is no other truth outside of God. but because we do not like the implications of following Jesus or or because we would rather follow ourselves. We burn our energy and our resources, our our mental energy and our, our time trying to argue the concept and the fine points when we should actually be following Jesus. One speaker gives a really helpful illustration of this. I'm going to expand a bit on the illustration Let's say that you're in a hotel, and it's an old hotel. But you're in your room, and you're reading the uh, fire in, the fire escape instructions on the back of the door. And it shows you that there's only one way out of the hotel in a fire. Now, we we might wish there were other ways out of the hotel, but the fact remains that there is only one way out of the hotel in a fire. So you've read this, you've understood it and then in the middle of the night a fire breaks out. What do you do? Do you argue with the management about why there's only one way out and how uh, unreasonable they have been? Do you go around the hotel exploring whether there are actually other ways out of the building, that aren't on the back of the door, and exploring every nook and cranny to try and get out? Do you enter a debate with other guests as to whether the instructions on the door can be trusted and whether they are actually true? Perhaps you feel you want to assert your rights and state that management has no right to tell you how to get out of a burning building and that you're entitled to try anyway, or in fact no way, yourself. Or, do you, and I want to tell you that this last one is always the right response, do you follow the way out of the building as described on the back of the door, which leads to safety, so that you are not burnt to a crisp? Folks, life is short. We are at risk of death, of eternal fire. There is only one way to safety. Follow Jesus before it is too late. People say, well, that's uh, exclusive, isn't it? That's just Jesus making an exclusive claim. I want to kick back against that and say it's it's an inclusive claim. Because you don't have to study and learn, do lots of good deeds and meditating... Because all we have to do is to follow and believe Jesus. Knowing that we cannot save ourselves, that that all we have to do is to trust this Jesus who has come close to us, who died for us, who died so that we can be reconciled to God, so that our sins can be forgiven. Who showed us how how much God loves us and that we can love him, that he wants the very best for us. God wants us to turn away from the path that leads to us burning in the hotel onto the only route out of the fire. He wants us to follow Jesus. Jesus who himself is the way to safety. Because we can all do that. Because we can do that today. Every one of us can do that today. There's nothing else we have to do. There's nothing else we have to be Every one of you who is watching this can do this right now by trusting in Jesus and turning to follow him. Because of that, I think this is inclusive. There are no restrictions on that. We can all be reconciled to God by trusting in Jesus, turning away from our sin and turning to follow him. So what? So what? If you are watching this and you are not a Christian, believe in Jesus and follow him. He is the only way out of your burning hotel. If you are watching this and you're a Christian, then tell people urgently about Jesus. Don't tiptoe around the the tulips. Uh, Don't worry about what they think about you. Their hotel is is burning down, point them towards the only fire exit. What is the way for us to know God and to experience him forever? How might we live that abundant life that Jesus talks about in the Bible? It's not an easy life. That is true, being a Christian is often hard. But it is a life where we can know A truth that is loving. No, a love that is true. No, forgiveness and peace and a life where we have a clear identity and purpose. We can do this by faith in Jesus. By believing that he is the way and the truth and the life. The way to God the Father. The truth about God. That he is, he gives us life, he gives us access to life which is eternal and with God forever. Let us turn to his way, let us follow Jesus today and be reconciled to God and to enjoy life with him forever. Amen.